0: We crack codes, we break molds It's all gold, it's so cold, it's no holds What's up everybody, my name is Jeremy Duran And this is the No Holds Podcast And we have a brand new episode I want to welcome my friend Prince Kim What's up bro, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, I'm glad you gave me this opportunity to come on here I don't really know what to expect But I'm pretty excited just to talk
0: oh yeah no uh, me too man i'm excited uh i'm excited about how this is gonna go i'm ready but before before we start i want to send out a a shout out to tic tac designs they are a local digital marketing uh, marketing place just uh wanting to get businesses noticed so if you want if you need something anything social media web design whatever it is man go give them a holler they are super awesome man and awesome people man uh Dude, yeah, we're just going to get started with this. A uh, uh, question that I usually start off with is, uh, favorite color? I know it's something simple, but it's just to kind of get you get your nerves, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I got to go with blue. I've always liked blue since I've, I have was young. Um, I don't think it'll ever change. I know some people change. <laughs> yeah. And why blue? Oh, just because. Just I think just as a young kid, I just it's just been my favorite color and um it just stands out to me I, yeah I, I like blue i'm wearing I'm wearing the blue shoes Dude, i know i like them man <laughs> oh nice. yeah yes yeah, sir nice.
0: so um, blue. what is like a favorite hobby that you like to
1: do man um growing up i've always played sports uh i've always loved football i love watching football i played football for a long time and it sounds weird but right now my hobbies are reading I've been reading a lot of books um, oh, wow nice <laughs> I know they're opposite ends of the spectrum but uh I've been reading a lot of books and I think that's my number one hobby right now yeah I just love picking up a new book reading it and feeling like I have gained all this knowledge or something No, that's
0: good. yeah no no that's it's kind of something I've wanted to start doing which I know mean, we We do read for, um, as leaders for our youth ministry, but just to kind of, it's like you said, just know more knowledge about different things. No, that's good, man. Mm -hmm. Um, The best advice you've ever received? Oh,
1: man, that's difficult. (laughs) (laughs) The best advice I've ever received. Um, I've had so many influential people in my life. (sighs) Man, I might have to come back on that one. I can't. I can't pinpoint one. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, no, we, I, we'll I, come back to that. What about uh, the
0: worst advice?
1: Oh man, there's still a lot of that too. I guess kind of the worst advice any young person could have is when they're told to be fit some sort of mold. And when I was younger, I was kind of pushed and expected to fit a certain mold. I mean, I think that's terrible advice. It's not very specific, but um, I can't think of a specific moment, but in general, just being pushed and kind of swayed into being Mm -hmm. a certain way, I think that's some terrible advice. Definitely, yeah. Yeah.
0: What about um, if you can go back and talk to your teenage self, what advice would you give them?
1: you had to quit worrying so much <laughs> you had you, you, you gotta quit worrying so much i mean back then there wasn't anything i didn't worry about looking back on it i mean i'm no no means old um or i don't think so <laughs> um but i mean all the i look back on it and those things i worried about it all worked it, it all worked out yeah i mean I was stressing, losing sleep over these scenarios, and all that stuff worked out for me, the majority of them, and if I could go back, I'd tell myself, just stop worrying about it, man. Mm. So.
0: No, that's good. Oh, yeah. I like that, no worrying, man. That's something that, even today, that's a lot of people you know, worry, and then they get so stressed out, it makes them sick, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and it's it's not healthy, you know? I, I try to, uh, just me being a parent and like head of the household, like, yeah. I try not to worry. Oh yeah. You know, just I don't want to be stressed out. I don't want to see my family stressed out because because of that. But no, I think that's that's so good, so good. Um, what type of friend are you?
1: Oh, uh, whoever is all. If I, I hope my friends are watching this, but they can answer for you. I like to be, I'm a big supporter. I mean, I'll support my friends and their dreams, their yeah. aspirations. Mm-hmm. I'm a big hype man, I mean, Mm -hmm. I love seeing my team win, I love seeing my friends succeed, and I like to be someone who's able to push them. I mean, I like being someone who, I feel like if I'm the only one succeeding, I mean, I'm doing something wrong. Like I wanna see everyone, uh, like that's the kind of friend I am, I mean, if you mean a lot to me, I want you to be happy that's how that's what i see myself as my friends could answer that <laughs> <laughs> too so No, i love that man um oh, yeah.
0: you know seeing you and you and your brother in the gym you know oh, i yeah. see how you push him and and stuff like that's i love it oh yeah love it a lot and you know talking about the gym i didn't see you today oh yeah Where were you today man you skipped out today oh
1: no we went um to go a little earlier again we went right after the donut shop because i had to go oh, to the town, town over so we went at like noon oh, and i mean we woke up super early for the donut shop so we were we were pretty quick it was just about an hour yeah so i mean
0: (laughs) we were still there don't worry (laughs) i walked in and i was like man just i wonder if he's just that nervous he didn't want to come to the gym like where's he at no oh yeah no that's cool man so Mm -hmm. back to the question before like what what's the best advice
1: man you uh thought of one yet or no when i think of that that question I, i think back of these coaches, teachers, professors. And if I could pick and choose everything that they said, it's kind of just be who I am. Mm -hmm. Like God made me a specific way. And this kind of correlates to what the worst advice is. I mean, I'm not going to be the same as someone else. I mean, there's no way. I think the best advice that I could put together with all these coaches, all these professors, teachers, pastors have told me, you just have to be yourself and be comfortable. Um, I think that's some of the best advice I've ever received, and that it's been instilled in me that it's okay that I don't have these certain traits or attributes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still someone who should know my own worth because of this and this. That's some great advice I was given to me. I, like I said, with even the worst advice, I can't think of a specific <laughs> yeah. one, but in general, I. All my mentors have told me something along those lines and it's meant a lot to me and it's taken me a long way, so that's so. good, man.
0: Um I'm I'm gonna kinda go back to where you know, um friends, but uh oh, yeah. do you have those friends in your life to where they're real with you? Oh yeah. You know, they just they they keep you encouraged, they push you and they're just real with with you, you know, straight up.
1: A hundred percent. I mean I hope they all see this because I mean I love all of them um I'll get emotional talking about it but honestly I have friends who pick me up when I've been at my lowest and you were telling me a little bit about depression earlier you know going through states of depression everyone everyone I feel like has a certain extent of depression at some point whether they realize it or not um Or some state of negative thinking. I wouldn't say just depression. And I've had friends who figured me up at my lowest when... And it was hard to even get up. It was hard Mm. to get up. But I had friends who still checked up on me every day. um, Who went out of their way to... I can't even explain it. But (laughs) who would go out of their way to support me, my dreams, and back to what i was saying that that's why that's the reason i'm the way i am i mean i want to be the now i got to give back now i got to be the one to Mm. motivate because when i was young i mean i had these friends and mentors who gave sacrificed a lot for me so i mean i can't be not doing the same like they instilled in me or they they encouraged me to be like them and so um that's exactly what I want to be in. So 100%, I've had friends, teachers, mentors that have kept it real with me, stepped on my toes when <laughs> I needed it to. Yeah. Um, that's how you know they're real, that step on your toes. Um, and they've helped me become who
0: I am right now. So. Dude, that, that's amazing, oh, yeah. man, to, to have those friends. Um, I mean, I have those friends too. You know, oh, yeah. that are, and I believe that everybody, everybody needs those friends. You know, sometimes... You feel like if if I have this friend who is um we get scared because of what what they might say. We don't want to hear the truth sometimes. Oh yeah. And I love that though because the friends that I have they are up front and and sometimes it it, just, it doesn't feel like oh man that's not what I wanted to hear. Yeah. But hey, I, it's I needed to hear that. Yeah. I needed I need to get that boost. I need to keep going. I need somebody to keep pushing and and my wife's the same way you know she's like that with me she she pushes me she encourages me you know um like she actually motivates me to go to the gym like she she's worked her butt off man and oh, yeah. seeing that and then now she's like I get home and I'm like man I feel fat like <laughs> I don't and she's like no babe you're you're hot and I'm like I don't look <laughs> hot like man, I feel fat but for her just you know encouraging me like I love it man yeah uh, it it's a uh, just wanna say, babe, I love you. I love you. I love you, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, dude, where where are you from? Where'd you grow up?
1: Oh, man. Um, so, parents are originally from South Korea. I don't know what city exactly. Uh, moved straight to Virginia the year that I was expected. So, they, 1997, they moved to Virginia few months later, September, I'm born. And I don't even remember anything about Virginia, but we moved to Texas when I was really young. Um, Tyler, Texas. uh, Grew up in the DFW area, Plano, Texas, 972 area code. Then we ended up moving to Brownfield uh, roughly 10 years ago, finished high school there. So I mean I call Texas my home. I mean, yeah, I consider Texas my home. So and what why
0: what made them move like say to Virginia first and then to
1: Texas? Honestly, I think they they must have had some connections, other Korean people who have moved from Korea to the states, and that were living in Virginia. That's all, That's what I guess. I I think I, mean, I could be wrong, and maybe that they just found a location there. And then uh, I know for sure my dad did have some friends who lived here in Texas, and they wanted us to move down there. So that's what made our family transition to Texas. And then we moved all around Texas. Yeah. um, Did you ever go back to Korea? uh, I've been once when I was eight. It was kind of weird because I went on the plane by myself. Oh, you went by yourself? Yeah. Um wow. <laughs> My dad and my mom didn't go. Um, my older brother didn't go. And my little brother was just born, so he couldn't go. And so it was, it was, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of scary. I mean, you're eight years old. Yeah. I've never been on a plane before. And I went and spent about a month during the summer with my dad's sister. And uh, just to experience it, because I've never been. They wanted me to experience it. so Yeah man it was pretty cool yeah. um who'd you go visit over there? Um, I met most of my dad's side of the family, and so my grandpa my grandma That was the first and only time I've seen them mm-hmm. because they're they're over there. I've seen my dad's sisters and brothers um, my cousins that I didn't know existed at the time uh, basically my whole uh family besides because my dad is the only one who came over here to the state from his side and who is currently in the states yeah yeah and mm,
0: man do you still keep in touch
1: touch with family over there like facebook or anything like that? i've never been that close with them so mm. I st- i'm not yeah yeah i'm not that close with them we haven't spoken uh, my uncle who did used to live here in the state with us I, we'll i'll talk to him a little bit and he'll show us his kids and everything mm. and he he'll facetime us and show me my grandpa my grandma they're, they're old old now I, I don't even think they know who i am um, but just so i can see their face because i mean i've never yeah. i've only seen their face once in person so yeah. okay. so how was it for you growing up here How was your childhood? I think it was just very difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's difficult enough. I speak on behalf of anyone who has foreign parents. I mean, it's difficult for them. They have to learn a whole new language. The culture is different. Um, I'm American. I mean, I grew up in America, but my parents didn't. And then uh, my parents divorced when I was it was around eight, so mm. so my real mom left. I haven't seen her since, which is that's so a big Oh man. So yeah. that was pretty difficult. So of course my dad raised three boys by himself and then it kinda made the whole situation difficult. So growing up in Texas, um, no college degree, uh no education here in the States, he had to kinda learn as he went as he was raising these kids yeah and so it made life difficult for us i would say we we moved we stayed in texas since i was young but we moved every single year um man uh every single year until i was in high school so i think that was like since i was in preschool until high school uh, i went to like 10 different schools (laughs) man dude that's gotta be tough oh yeah it was difficult yeah for sure you, you can't the friends you, yeah. you make, they're gone. I mean, you won't see them again. Uh, but, I mean, there was nothing I could do. My yeah. dad's yeah. struggling to provide for us. So. And you have uh, how many siblings? So, I have my older brother, who's uh, three, four years older than me. You've been my little brother, who's, uh, he just turned 18. Um, and I have a stepsister who's my age. Cause my dad remarried and, uh, that's it. Mm. Dude. So growing up, you
0: know, moving from place to place, oh, yeah. did you, did you even experience like racism? <sighs> even like now, I guess. I feel
1: like it was a little less, um, back in the DFW area. There are a lot of Korean or yeah. Asian in general, Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese. Over India, Well once I moved to Brownfield, I mean me and my stepsister were the only there was one more uh, Chinese student, so us three, we're the only Asian kids and it's not a big school, but, yeah. I mean we were the only ones and I never experienced like hate crime or I would even say that much racism, but obviously I mean I stood out. You're gonna you're going to stand out or oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean I wouldn't say it was to the point where it made me felt feel, feel self conscious about my race, or um, that I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. Um, of course, jokes and kind of are sad, but nothing to the point where, with certain 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 people that that are just extremists, mm-hmm. never to that extent. So no, no, oh, that's yeah, that's good, man. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't want. I
0: wouldn't want anybody to. Experience that, even though it's it is real. You oh know? yeah, but, mm-hmm. um, dude. Like growing up without a mom, you know, I grew up without a dad. My dad died when I was nine. So growing up without a mom, like, how did that affect you? How did, did what questions that ran through your mind? That like, oh, was it, is it my fault? You know, or like why, God? I mean, what, yeah. How was that,
1: man? I, I always I loved telling this part of the story. Cause I feel like this is a huge blessing. Um, Not the part about losing or not seeing my mom, but at a young age, I understood everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, she left for a reason. Um, And as I grew up without a mother figure, I mean, that makes it difficult. I'm sure growing up without a father figure, that makes some things difficult. You don't get to learn certain things, but without a mom... It was kind of hard for me to communicate with females i'm not even gonna lie (laughs) because i didn't really have an example Mm um so shout out to my girlfriend i know she's she's gonna watch this (laughs) i have to say a shout out to her um but it was a huge blessing because growing up without a mom i still had so many other moms take care of me like to explain that more like my church family all these moms would feed me, clothe me, help do my laundry. And like, it's like, I mean, my real mom wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but these moms went out of their way, <clears throat> excuse me, to, like I said, do everything that a real mom would do. And uh, I feel like that's a huge blessing and God did that for a reason. Um, I can't thank those families enough they, those people, oh man, they helped me in so many times of need. And I feel like me not having a mom uh, growing up, it it I, I, I didn't have to like long long for that motherly love. Like I didn't have mm. to um, seek it out or anything. Yeah. And uh, But it was difficult because I saw the toll that it took on my dad. Mm-hmm. because any single parent raising multiple children is difficult I yeah. mean, and on on top of that um, having to learn the culture of the United States um, the language barrier that was there mm-hmm. and all of that so no I man that that's that's
0: amazing dude you right. talk about church did you uh when did you start going to church did was that
1: something that um that your dad has done or so let me see i think i was in first grade when we started going to kwmbc so (laughs) it's a long acronym but korean world mission baptist church in richardson texas my dad would make all us boys go and it's a bunch of or majority korean people Mm -hmm. like me where there were first generation children here like that born in America, but their parents were from Korea. So, I mean, I felt like I belonged. Uh, that was a good setting for me. Um, and I went there all the way till I went on and off to that church, um, until I moved to Brownfield because even though we moved, we, I would still be able to go to that church. Even, uh, we'd have church members pick us up or something like that. And, uh, that was really when it instilled in me um, going to church in that church body, like home, I I can't thank them enough. Like they honestly did save me from a different path. And uh, that's when, you know, they instilled a mindset in me of uh, everything that I believe in right now. I mean, and so that's why I I, I would go back on, I feel like everything happened for a reason. I mean, you know, I went to that church for a reason, and mm-hmm. that led to one event. And that led to another one, and uh, they took care of me, put clothes on my back, fed me, and I'll forever be grateful, and they'll never take the credit. I, I already know them. They won't take any of the credit. They'll they'll credit God, which is true, Yeah. but they deserve credit because they also, or from me, they do, I, I believe, because... That they really sacrificed a lot for me and my family, and they still do. I mean, even ten plus years down the road. So, yeah. Man, yeah. No, that's it's just it's
0: amazing, you know, that um, what people can do. You know how how uh, how impactful they can be in your life. You know, and oh yeah. um, I love it. I love what God is doing. I love what He's doing in my life. You know, I love what. You coming on here and, and sharing your story, you know mm-hmm. that's what it's about. You know, is uh, I guarantee you, somebody's going to listen to this, and you, they're gonna, you're gonna touch somebody's life. You maybe even save them. You know, that's oh, it's yeah. just the. Uh, that's why I, I, I love this. I love what I'm doing. And, but um, um, like when did your dad? When
1: did he remarry? Um. So, this even this was a difficult situation. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, he remarried when I was in roughly the middle of my seventh grade year. Um, someone who was uh, from Korea, she flew over here with her daughter and immediately started living with us. Oh, they wow. couldn't speak English. And so this, this was very difficult. I mean, even now it's pretty difficult because they're separated right now and my stepsister lives somewhere else. So even right now, it's difficult. So um, I don't really know how to explain it without... (laughs) But yeah, he remarried and they were together for a while, but right now they're separated. Oh, wow, gotcha. You know, when he had first said that they were coming to stay, like, what was your reaction to that? I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I haven't lived with a female since I was, A young kid and they couldn't speak English that's a huge thing that people take for granted I mean if you can't talk to your own family (laughs) it's kind of difficult yeah Um, I was kind of just okay I mean and he Mm -hmm. was kind of like you have to accept it this is gonna happen you Mm -hmm. can't change my mind yeah and so it just we went with it she my stepsister Suji was in the same grade as me. So we, we kind of grew up a little together and uh, she was able to learn English a little better. We could communicate a little better, but it was just, it's a situation that was very unique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, especially everything that happened the first time with my real mom leaving, you know, awesome. yeah, so, it, it was just different. Yeah. What about your brothers? How were they like when they found out? Like, okay, we're about to have another mom and a sister. You know, my stepmom took a big liking to my little brother because he was really young at the age. So she kind of she babyed him a lot. And uh, my older brother at the time was kind of rebellious. So he didn't he didn't he just didn't listen regardless um, to my dad or my stepmom. And, um, but my son, I took a big liking to it. my little brother, my step-sister took a big liking to him too, cause he was a baby and they would always hang out and I had a pretty good relationship with them, um, at that time when it first happened, but we were all kind of just like, Oh, is this happening? Like that's, that that's something that changes your life. I mean, no, man, that's something yeah. that you have to it changes a lot of aspects of your life so it was difficult um for sure i mean <laughs> but there was no ah, i don't want to do this you yeah know.
0: it's like no, this is how it's gonna go oh yeah yeah what um, kind of impact did your
1: uh, did your older brother have on you oh man see this see, I, I don't know if he's gonna watch this now see i, I don't <laughs> know how much i can say um He, as any younger brother is to the older brother, I would say, man, you look up to them. I looked up to him. I followed him around. I was like the little, you know, someone said the other day, a chain and ball where you're dragging the ball or whatever, and it's connected to you or something like that. Mm -hmm. I was with him wherever I went. Then, like I said earlier, he started getting rebellious, doing things that he shouldn't have. That's when we kind of went our separate ways. Like, that's when I grew up and I knew I was like I felt like I had to put the family on my back because he was going to do his own thing which is okay yeah like he if he didn't want to have any part or do anything with us I mean that's all right that's on him and like if he you know cuz he moved away for a long time and I was like all right well I'm going to put the family on my back I'm going to I'm gonna be the man I'm gonna do this I'm I'm, a, I'm basically the oldest i'm I'm, I'm the I'm the oldest um, yeah and it was just that I didn't want to choose that path he went down and I think that I take it back on everything happens for a reason I mean if he wasn't around um I mean, who knows I could have been down the same path he went on and my little brother would be in my shoes mm. so I feel like God allowed that to happen for a reason um, but without getting too detailed is it's just it came back to i didn't want to do i didn't live i didn't want to live the life he wanted to um and I, i knew that at a young age so uh that kind of hurt our relationship and it's still kind of mending because after years of that and you kind of feel betrayed like like you turn your back on the family um it's difficult to rebuild a relationship just like that you know so oh
0: yeah and how did you feel like was any stress when saying like man i'm taking over now
1: oh yeah i mean that's why even when i said earlier uh i worried so much i worry i'm like man if my because my real mom i don't think she was helping at all like she was gone like if you know what I mean So my dad's bringing in the money Supporting us um, Difficult on him I'm like, If something happens to him We're done for I mean I don't know where we're gonna go we'll, I mean I understand We'll probably have a lot of church families Take us in Or we'll have some kind of foster home To take us in mm. Something like that I mean But at a, even at a young age When I was like in middle school I mean I knew this stuff Once my parents split And then you know, stepmom and my dad split, and uh, I'm like, I knew this, okay, if something happens, like, I think that's a wrap, I'm not sure, there's no, so I gotta be, and if my older brother doesn't want to help, I mean, I gotta, I gotta do something, so I just tried pushing myself to go to college, you know, graduate, pursue a higher education, because in my head, I mean, I live pretty frugal. Um, I don't need that much money or materialistic things, but I knew, I was like, if I'm gonna have to provide for my brothers and my dad when I'm older, I'm gonna need a good job. Like, that's the end end of it. Um, That's what I I think sometimes. So, um, I felt like I put a lot, I still put a lot of pressure on myself, but like I said earlier, I try not to worry about it because I mean, I'm just going to stress and die young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you don't want that. Oh, uh, no. But uh, then I have to realize if I truly believe in God and I be- trust in him, I mean, I got to quit trying to do everything by myself. Like, if I say I have faith in him and I'm trying over here trying to do everything by myself, man, I don't think that's truly faith. Mm. It's just the circumstances that... I was put in. I, I felt like, are oh, you gotta man up, or like how society tells you you gotta man up and you gotta do this, you gotta take care of the family, and you know, it's just like uh, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I, I think I took that initiative at a young age, and I was like, I'm gonna be successful no matter what, <laughs> and, uh, which could be good and bad. <laughs> um, oh, man, it, it could be good or bad.
0: At what age did you, because I remember you saying when, uh, that you felt like you had to be some type of person that you were either pushed or maybe even molded to be a certain type of person. At what age did you feel that?
1: I felt like, so when I was young, when my brother, well, I mean, he wanted me to do certain things that <laughs> we're not, I should not be doing, you know, that's what kind of what I meant and like. Well, everyone else does this. Yeah. Well, if you, come on, you've always trusted me. Or, like, like this, this guy's brother does this. i kind of pushing me to fit this mold because other people do it or something. And that's, that's kind of what I was talking about. That's some terrible advice from someone who's older than me giving mm-hmm. to me. And uh, just uh, I realized that. I don't know how young I was. I, I was probably in middle school before then, so I was still pretty young. But I was able to realize, I don't want to do that. I mean,
0: no, yes. Yeah, what, cool. what
1: are you telling? What are you talking about? Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um,
0: no, that's good, man. Um, I know you said, uh, like, you like football a like, lot. What? At oh yeah. Middle school? Is that where you started playing football? Oh or? yeah.
1: Um, so I started in seventh grade. I was absolutely terrible. <laughs> I made the B team uh, I don't even know I don't, Man, I, I can't even hardly remember If I played Very much uh, I'm trying to remember oh, Alright, 7th grade, I just remember I was very terrible um, But I like to work out I loved working out, I love getting better In anything I do, I loved it so I always worked out I always uh so even back yeah. then you like to work out oh yeah yeah it started young i, I mean if I'm being honest, i am be honest i i would be watching like some tv shows uh, like dragon ball z i don't know if you ever heard that mm-hmm. and they'll oh, be yeah. going super Saiyan. i'll be doing yes. push-ups <laughs> i'm not even playing yeah. uh, <laughs> like i'll see them training i'll be doing push-ups in my room or i'll be doing it in the closet so when people are asleep and i'd be doing sit ups. And uh, it started at a young age. I've always been eighth grade. I got a little better. Um, but I moved school, so it was kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. I moved schools again my freshman year. And I wasn't – this This is crazy, too, because I wasn't even supposed to – I moved to Brownfield in the middle of summer, so, like, I was a week or two out from starting uh, two-a-days. And I didn't even know they were going to start. I mean, I just moved across – six hours away across the state and i just happened to get connected with the youth pastor at that exact town and we just happened to go to mcdonald's and the head football coach was there and jonathan my youth pastor at, in brownfield just this is prince he wants to play football and coach welbs who's awesome too both those guys are awesome We're, all right you could come next week <laughs> Ooh, and, yeah. oh yeah and uh Played my freshman year, made varsity the next year, uh, was on varsity my sophomore, junior, senior year. And I was with every year, I was driven more and more. I was like, oh, I could really do this. I could go play college ball, like I could, I could do this. Um, so it, it started at a young age. I, I always wanted to better myself. And, uh, and football is just playing with the boys and playing with the guys. Just, there's no other yeah feeling. It, it, it was a great experience. And, then,
0: and you did go off to play college,
1: right? Oh, yeah. So I went to Wayland Baptist. Um, originally, when I was a senior, I felt like I had my best season yet. Um, what position did you play? I played inside linebacker. I was pretty undersized, but I still felt I had a lot of belief in myself. If I worked hard enough, I'd be able to make a team. A college team um, uh, so I, I got an official visit with San Angelo there's there are d2 and I felt like oh they're gonna offer me oh I sent them my film I got I was in good contact with their coach they let me uh, be on the sidelines and gave me like a name tag for one of their home games and they fed me and all this stuff so I was oh they're gonna sign me there's no way, <laughs> and then uh, no contact uh, for a while. So I was like, "Oh, I get. I mean, signing day is coming up soon. I don't know if they. <laughs> I don't know what they're waiting for." <laughs> um, but, uh, but I sent all my film to all these colleges in Texas because I was like, "I gotta go somewhere. I mean, I gotta go somewhere." And then Wayland Baptist Coach Holtz, is also a great influence. Called me. We'll offer you a small little scholarship. You come play for me. I took it, we signed with my buddy Kobe, who who played he was an all state first team defensive back. He was way more talented than me. And I mean he, he we were both going room room together, so we both went to Wayland and so then I played four and a half years there, which was great too. And uh I'll never forget it. I mean I, I didn't really have any aspirations to go to the NFL or go pro. I, I knew my career was ending there. I nev- I didn't want to, I was satisfied with that. I never, yeah. I wanted to play college ball a hundred percent, but I never had dreams of, I'm gonna go to the NFL. Like, oh, I'm gonna go.
0: Yeah. You know, so. Like you talking about dreams. Like what, what is your dream? And how important is to have a dream in your life?
1: My, my dream since I was a little kid—I still remember this. I was like, I want to change the world. I want to—I want to be a positive influence because, like I said earlier, when my family at times we didn't have stuff to eat, or we we didn't have any clothes or place to sleep. I'm telling you, these these people did not have to take us in. These people did not have to feed us, um, and they did they sacrificed everything for us i mean at least i see it as everything um and so as a young age i was like oh man i'm gonna give back i'm a hundred percent gonna give back to wherever i go and and so in my head i'm like man i i can't just do that i need a i need to i need to have some sort of like plan and like uh be in a position where I can influence people. Mm. I can't just be, you know, uh, I, so I, I just followed this path and uh, my my dream just always is help as many people, give back to as many people. And I think that's important because that's the reason what's driven me to the point where I'm at right now. Cause I always remember like when it would get hard, whether it be athletics or academics, um, I just remembered, I said I'm going to do this. I said that I'm going to help, and my viewpoint right now, currently at the age of 23, I'm like, I'm going to be going to physical therapy school in San Antonio, I'm going to use that platform where I could literally physically mend people or help mend them through physical therapy and at the same time I feel like I could mentally and spiritually help people Mm. so that's a platform and so when I remember when I'm studying for exams I use that as motivation I think it's important for anyone to have a dream whether it be I mean the chances of becoming getting a physical therapy school are very low but and knowing that I was still like oh the only thing that's going to stop me is if God really doesn't want me to be a physiotherapist. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, besides that, I'm gonna be a physical therapist. I'm gonna use that platform to help me. So um, I think it's important for anyone to have a dream. It's a, uh, it, it's what drives you. It's what helps you when you're, when you're down low, and it's what keeps you like afloat. Yeah. Basically. And dude, that's so. It's just amazing that that
0: you kept at it even when, like you said, you didn't have. Place to stay, clothes, something to eat, but that dream was still there, and, and oh, yeah. for you to keep going, to keep striving, and to see where you're at now, like dude, that is outstanding, bro. That's uh, a yeah. dude. God is so good, man.
1: A hundred percent, I mean, I, I love, I love everything he's shown me in my life because he he knows way more than me. I have this plan set, but I mean. It, if it doesn't correlate with his, none of it matters. Yeah. And so, at, I like I keep saying, it all happened for a reason. I know it's his plan. So, I knew through the tough times, oh, this is meant to happen. Oh, mm-hmm. this is supposed to happen. This is supposed to happen. I kind of just told myself, like, I mean, oh, this is supposed to happen. Yeah. There's a reason for this. Yes, sir. So, so. you know. Oh, man. No, that's it's
0: amazing, bro. Oh, yeah. Love it. I um, know I'm going to kind of go. Take a U turn here, oh, yeah. but uh, you talked about depression. You know that your friends are there at your lowest time. Um, just don't know if you'd be open to talk about like what made you get depressed or what what was it that you were going through that uh, that made you just not want to
1: go, not, not want to get up and and pursue. I guess. I think that um, well, I'm talking a lot right now, but when I was younger. My dad used to think I, there was something wrong with me because I would never talk.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he thought
1: I was mute, and really, <laughs> he took me to the doctor. And they like, "There's nothing wrong. He just doesn't want to talk." I think that's funny. But my point is that I think I was just very socially awkward in certain when I was younger, and uh, you know, like I said earlier, where jokes would be made. And like as a kid, that stuff kind of gets to you. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, kids are mean, <laughs> and that stuff <laughs> definitely, gets to yes. you. Yes, so and then that, and then there was some abuse in the household. I'm not gonna say who, yeah, no, you, you know, <laughs> whether I've seen it or received it, you know, there are some <laughs> things that happen, and I would um, mentally, physically that stuff gets to you um and as a young kid even more i feel like it's escalated and then this is real personal i remember i remember i was in like the fourth grade having this little journal that a church member gave for me i don't even remember why i still remember they gave it to me i would write in there about like thoughts of suicide or thoughts of like killing myself and i was like i'm looking back on it i'm like did i really write that stuff out i was like nine i'm like man that, that's such a young mind i'm like you're and uh just like these thoughts i'm like man so-and-so said this or like so-and-so did this i hate myself for like um and so i think i went through those states and even when i was older i mean there were times where it was similar. Uh, I, uh, my ankle, I, I dislocated my ankle my freshman year of college and I couldn't walk for three months. Then that was a huge depressive state. And there were just these states, but I, I take it back. I feel like the reason I didn't go through with the whole even suicide attempt or any of that was because uh, I told myself, like I said earlier, okay, this is supposed to happen for a reason. And then I also did have friends, um, even though with all the negative who did, who had my back. But, I mean, I'm sure either you know this or your wife knows this. When you're depressed and you're trying to receive help, it's difficult. Mm. Like, it's kind of like you don't yes. even – you kind of push people away that are trying to help you. And I've had I had the support, but, I mean uh, – I felt like I pushed some people away, and so it was difficult. But I, I did, looking back on, I had a tremendous amount of support um, at a young age and even in my recent years, so, yeah. Man, um, I remember
0: when you hurt your ankle. I saw you in the gym. Oh, yeah, so that was, well, what was that but like? Yeah, good, that was while well uh, I just want to ask for forgiveness, bro, because at that time, I seen you uh-huh. and God wanted me to go pray for you oh and I didn't do it Yeah, oh, and man. Man. I, missed, I missed that opportunity <laughs> yeah. and I didn't see you again for like ever yeah I didn't know you y'all worked at the yeah. gym shop. yeah like it was just it's crazy because back then I'm like I'd, I saw you in there like I see you now yeah. and you're smiling all the time yeah. back then you weren't like
1: yeah
0: it seemed like which I know when you're working out, you're serious, but uh-huh. I knew there was more. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: um, I was like, I missed that opportunity. Yeah,
1: man, <laughs> that's crazy. Cause I mean, I don't even remember. Was I in a boot? Or uh, was dude, I? I don't, was I? Was I? don't remember. But that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been uh, it's been a while. I I, like just. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that. But, I mean, that means a lot that you even thought that at that time. But, man, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it did not,
0: like, I was like, man, I don't, I haven't seen this dude in forever. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't remember who it was. Somebody had mentioned that that your lo- younger brother, you know, plays for the Indians. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah, he's got an older brother that plays college uh-huh. and you know he hurt his ankle and I'm like man I've seen that dude here before yeah. but I oh. don't know where he's at and oh. <laughs> so I it's like it's kind of like looking and yeah. I stood I, I never saw you in the gym after that it's yeah. been a while but now yeah. like, I mean, like I mean yeah it's, you know. it's like a god thing you yeah. know and it's like man I missed that opportunity and, and it, it it sucks
1: I, I, I hate it oh no I mean I feel like that was still God's timing. I feel like maybe that happened for a reason. I mean, maybe I would have pushed you away and never talked to you ever again. I mean, you maybe. Know? Yeah. Maybe I would have got angry at you for trying <laughs> to pray for me <laughs> and maybe, yeah. maybe I wouldn't be here today. So no. Um, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, maybe yeah. it could have been different. So, uh, but even that was a blessing because, uh, that allowed me to, Talk more with Jason and Gerald up there at the gym, mm. and then they introduced me to Shane, who's the physical therapist up there, to look at my ankle. And then I'm, I'm gonna be going into the physical therapy yeah. field. So I'm like, and God works in weird ways, <laughs> but I'm grateful. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah, it, it Oh Spirit just brought, just reminded me. I'm like that's right that's right i saw you at the gym yeah. i remember seeing you limp i don't remember if you had a boot or not but mm-hmm. yeah. i do remember you working out and said like, you're supposed to pray for this dude and i didn't do it yeah. oh, oh man no but, mm-hmm. I, I have no grudge or anything <laughs> I, but, you know? yeah no but it was just me i'm like oh my gosh i should have did it and yeah. i did not do it so yeah and, and me now i try to take advantage of every opportunity yeah mm-hmm. i mean because yeah. like you said you don't know what anybody's going through you don't ever know what anybody's going through and maybe you're just saying hey you know what Jesus loves you oh yeah and that's it and yeah so I, now I do try to take advantage of I try to
1: mm-hmm.
0: with every opportunity that I have but um, you know you do have a donut shop here you know your dad does so how did that happen did y'all have one in, in uh, Brownfield or is oh, it just yeah. something oh yeah I did have one in Brownfield
1: mm-hmm. so when I, I don't know exactly when, but he, he started working for someone uh, under someone when we were still in Plano. So he'd drive like over an hour to Arlington, which is another suburb of DFW or area. And so uh, eventually, like, I, I honestly don't even know how it happened. He met these people <laughs> here in, over in Brownfield that owned the donut shop in Brownfield. They had this little two-bedroom apartment, (laughs) so we packed our bags. Um, We all went over there, and we were living with them for a few months while we were working under them, Mm. or my dad and my stepmom. They were together at the same time, so how many of that? It was them two, the donut shop owners, me, my two brothers, my step sister, my dad, my mom. There was eight of us in that little two-bedroom apartment wow yeah i'm, I'm like and these are strangers i didn't even know who they were yeah oh, i was wow. like i don't know if i, uh, I feel safe <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> but uh they we, we worked under them for a while and we eventually moved over here i think it was 2015 uh that they took over they that was a huge blessing because this is the best business we've had and this is the reason we've been able to just like finally live i wouldn't say comfortable but a lot better than eight people in two apartments (laughs) yeah no yeah so or two-bedroom apartments so that's wild man like you sleep on the floor i guess yeah it's so funny i mean (laughs) so like i grew up sharing the bed a bed with my dad and my little brother like we grew up i grew up not the richest so we shared one bed um (laughs) <laughs> and when we were in that bedroom or that two-bedroom apartment me and my little brother we slept on we would alternate he would sleep we had this little thin heating pad and we would just sleep on that with a blanket and then i we had this other little thin little mattress it's like man it was probably like two inches or something mm. and we just put on a floor and we switch we would switch some days and we would just sleep on those. Wow. I mean, I didn't think much of it back then because I was like, oh, "Yeah, man, I'll sleep on the floor if I have to. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's just looking back yeah. on, I, was, I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> it. Well, a heating pad. Yeah. It, it, like, a heating pad. Yeah. Wow, it, it's weird. Yeah. No, that's crazy.
0: Man. Yeah. But I mean, I guess any kind of support, though, oh, if yeah. you're laying on the floor, heck yeah. Yeah. That Definitely got to work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So like, um, how's the relationship between you and your dad?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I think it, it, I I laugh at it. I think it's funny because don't get me wrong. We've had our share of fights. He's yelled at me plenty of times, a lot of times. And I've gotten angry with him. I mean, I'm sure you're a parent. I don't know if you, how you are with your kids, but I think, A lot of my friends argue with their parents at some point in their life, Mm -hmm. and I have with my dad, but he knows that I'm driven to be successful so I can help him out. And he's working every day, seven days a week, to help me out and my brothers. And it's kind of like, we joke around, we get mad at each other, whatever, but at the end of the day, we know that we have each other's backs and there is still a language, language barrier. I don't know if you talked to him before, but... Uh, he, I've
0: seen him. He, I've never really talked to him. Yeah, I've seen him
1: he, 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 he's lived in the States as long as I've been alive. Exactly, as long as, basically. and But he still struggles with speaking English at times. So there's a little language barrier um, I could speak Korean, but not as well as he can. Um, but I think our relationship is definitely pretty good because um, I know he's been burned in a lot of relationships in his life yeah. and i'm not the greatest son i make him mad <laughs> don't get me wrong <laughs> and i make mistakes i just do but at the end of the day like i know that he's working very hard for us and i'm working very hard for him yeah like, yeah so no that's it's good. I know you said you wake up, at what time did you, did you get oh, there? Oh, man, yeah. So today, we usually don't, but me and my little brother, go, my dad goes at like 12 or 1 in the morning. So And my older brother, he's been coming, starting to work with us. Um, he, he'll go at like 3 or 4 in the morning. And then me and my little brother, we went at 4.30 in the morning. Today, we usually go at like 5 or 6 so that my dad and my older brother could go home because they do the first shift, basically. 12 uh, midnight yeah uh, it's crazy wow yes so yeah we're also because we y'all made the donuts we mm. open at four thirty, and we're open to about noon 11 to noon depending on if we sell out or not um and it's just like it's a everyday thing i don't think it'd be as bad if maybe it's five days a week or four days a week yeah um but it's just that my dad, uh, he's the one who makes all the donuts. He's the one who does everything. And uh, so uh, it, it's good that we help him out, or at least try to. I'm not a very good, <laughs> I can't make any of the donuts. <laughs> I don't know how. Oh, thank
0: you. Yeah, and then your brother, like your younger brother, he goes, he works then, oh, I guess yeah. in the morning, and then he goes to school.
1: Yeah. Oh well, he's doing online school now. Oh, he's doing online school because uh, he, there. Were, a lot of the kids were able to opt out because of COVID. Oh okay. And, yeah. yeah. So that's this. That's the only exception because of the virus gotcha. pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I
0: thought he was doing that and then still
1: yeah, going I mean, to that'd school. That'd be tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like, <laughs> wow, man, this dude. Yeah, wow. he's grinding. I mean, even <laughs> then, he still does a school we at the donut shop, which is still difficult. Yeah. I mean, no, man.
0: Uh, what kind of impact has your dad had on you?
1: I mean, man, I hope he doesn't hear this because he's going to get a big head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's, man, he's, you know, my hero. Um, like I said earlier, I just don't know anyone or many people that move countries with the, with the you know, dream of... Pro- Starting a family, providing, because opportunity in Korea at the time, he said it was terrible. Like, mm. there's just no, and when I visited, like, my dad's family, they weren't living in very good conditions. And so, I mean, we would have been like that. And I know we struggled here, but now, I mean, we're able to live decently. And uh, he's been my hero because he's done things that, you know, uh, raised three boys by himself for a long time. And then even now, he's about to be 57, which is, I guess, still pretty young in the whole scheme of things. Um, worked seven days a week for us. Um, it's just, you see that with outside perspective, you have to respect it. I mean, you have to be like, all, right, all right, I mean, I can't. I can't be a bum. He's, he's busting his butt for us, um, and that drives me, so he his impact has been huge on me, um, me personally. I won't speak for my brothers, but uh, I've just seen everything he's gone through, and he's pretty humble. He just puts his head down and he works, So, but I still notice it. Um, I still notice how much work he puts in. And uh, so he's had a huge impact on my life. Yeah, yeah. for man, sure. that's that's amazing. Man. Oh that's yeah. good, Heck yeah, and um, I know you
0: know with your brother. You said your other bro, your other brother works there too. Oh yeah. Um, what kind of impact have you had on him since I guess since he's came back? Because I know you said he's kind of he went his own way. Oh yeah. I'm not sure for how long he was out, but for him to come back and to
1: see mm-hmm. to see you succeed, how. Like, what kind of impact have you had on him? I mean, because he's been gone for a few years. I don't know the exact. i would have to think about it. But um, he came back, and he didn't work at the donut shop at all. He just stayed home while me and my little brother went to work every day during my school break. Because he came when the COVID pandemic really ramped up. Oh, okay. What was it, like, last March? Maybe, mm. or maybe even before. It was yeah. sometime last year. And – uh So we still work because we didn't close down shop. And uh, I think I can't speak for his behalf. And even now, we don't talk very much uh, because, like I said earlier, the relationship was kind of broken. It's kind of hard to mend. Um, I think he's definitely noticed uh, that he was a person who, when I was younger, would put me down saying, certain things that I wasn't good enough to be this, but now he sees where I'm achieving certain goals that weren't deemed possible for our family. You know, I graduated with a bachelor's, the first one, my family, I'm going to go for a doctorate's um, currently. And I think he notices this stuff and he's, I, I can't, I can't tell you exactly what his feelings are. They could be positive or negative, but I'm, like a hundred percent sure he notices, um, and I hope it's having a good impact on him. Yeah. And maybe I need to take more initiative to uh, find out if I am. But at the time, I'll be honest. I'm not sure what he feels. Yeah, no, like I what, know that he
0: had uh, he had worked out with you guys yeah, for a while. He, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, you can definitely tell something. You know, like he does see something to where he wants to be around. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, so yeah, I I can definitely yeah.
1: see. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you brought that up. He used to, could, before I went to go back to school for this last semester, every day in the summer we work out together, because he he's real skinny, and so he wanted to bulk up a bit and get a little bigger. So I was like. I mean, he never gets out of the house either. Besides the donut shop, I was like, "All right, you could go to the gym and I mean, we meet people like you, great people, Kyle, uh, Gerald, Jason. You could talk, socialize a little bit while you yeah while you hit the weights, um, and that would be good for him. And so we did that for a while. I guess it's kind of died off, and um, ooh, that's something that I need to put on myself. Like I said earlier, I love motivating people I'm like come on my little brother didn't want to go either and he was getting kind of chubby and he knew it and so I was like you gotta go so i motivating him so then uh, uh, I think he does also want to come and he want, but he I think he feels like he needs to be asked or else oh, okay. he feels yeah. like he's a burden um, I could be putting words in his mouth and this could be completely false but that's what I I yeah. think
0: no, no I, I definitely understand that okay. yeah I man definitely i to ask. Oh, yeah. You know, you're right. Never to ask for sure. Uh, one more thing before we cut off. You know, you had said it was kind of hard for you to speak to to
1: girls. Oh, so oh, how, did yeah. oh, your, so man, how did you meet right. your girlfriend? Yeah, my girlfriend's going to love this. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know how personal
0: you get on here. <laughs> dude. It's like you can say pretty much anything
1: you want. All right. Uh oh. So, you know, I'm just saying, we grew up for the majority of my time. It was my dad, uncle lived with us for a little bit. My older brother, my little brother, we're all dudes. I don't have much female interaction. Um, I don't know what it was. My hands probably got sweaty. I would probably start sweating if a girl said anything to me. I was really socially awkward. I mean, I still am. But... I mean, to some extent. But back then, it was bad. And if a girl even said hi to me, I mean, I thought something was wrong with me. Maybe she she is, like, going to point something out wrong with me. I was very insecure, you know. Uh, my confidence has gone up these, you know, as I've grow, grown older. But back then, it was difficult. And I think, I mean, that's an excuse. I, I don't blame on that because, because I did not have a mom, but I do. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't know how girls acted I don't really know what they did or like how they liked being talked to I, I didn't talk to any girls all the way up to like even until high school no Never, I've never had a girlfriend um I made mistakes in high school don't get me wrong but uh never had like an official girlfriend I've never dated mm. anyone um and every time a girl tried talking to me, I was kind of like scared. I mean, I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's the insecurities. Oh, uh, so funny you brought it up. But then my girlfriend, when I moved to Brownfield, I was a freshman. She, she was a sophomore, so she's a year older than me. Um, we went to the same church, Calvary Baptist. There are some great people. I was telling you about Jonathan, he's a great person. And they took me in, and I knew her. We'd always go to the lock ins leadership camps church camps i always seen her and she was like a friend uh, i mean but I, I was still scared to talk to her any girl i was still yeah. scared to talk to but eventually like it was my senior year she already graduated she was like prince i need to talk to you about something and i was like uh, okay <laughs> i don't know <laughs> up to this point what i'm i'm 17 18 i've never had a girlfriend i'm still kind of like oh this is what I meant because my friends the year before they're like man Prince we love you man <laughs> I think you know how I'm going and they asked me a question they're like bro but we gotta know like yeah are you gay I was like you don't talk to any girls like me. you're on a football team you could dude, these girls they're like you could talk to them like and I was like dude no like I think in my head I also had it reserve like oh I can't have sex till marriage so if I talk to a girl right now I'm going to have sex we're like mm. yeah." yeah. You know, all these thoughts in my head. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, dude. <laughs> like, and so there were they were big hype, hype guys behind me. like, dude, you gotta get a girlfriend. You gotta go with that. And so, Carissa is my girlfriend's name. I love her and she first talked to me. We went, I was like, oh, we could talk today. She's like, oh, I was like, I gotta go do laundry. Oh, you could meet me at the laundromat and we could talk. <laughs> So I was there, there folding my laundry, and she talked to me about how she felt like uh, she was pretty depressed, and like she saw me as someone she respected because I was a leader in the youth group, someone who, uh, you know, I would say she she said she admired who I was, you know, at that time. I mean, yeah. she I'm sure she still does, but I'm saying at that I was seventeen, eighteen, or whatever. And she felt like I was a little more mature than the other guys. So she felt like she was able to open up with me. And we talked a a while and then that led to one thing. We eventually started dating. And then we've just been, we did have a break. She's probably gonna be mad that I said this (laughs) like in 2019. But besides that, we've been together since, what was that, 2015, 2016, so. Oh, wow. yeah, I it's I I I credit God with that too. I mean, he worked in weird ways. <laughs> so So how was your
0: first date, man?
1: Like <sighs> man, I hope she don't get mad, but I don't even remember. Her oh first date. yeah, she's well, gonna I, get mad. She's gonna <laughs> get mad at you. I mean <laughs> because so we had an apartment in Brownfield, me, my stepsister, my just my little brother, I just us three. And so she would come over and we would just hang out at the apartment. We wouldn't really, I mean, I was a high school student. I worked at United, but I wasn't make big bucks or nothing. And, but we would like buy some food, cook it at the apartment, eat, watch a movie. Mm. It was never like, and she's not one to consider that you have to go out to yeah. you have dress up for it to be a date. So um, I, I remember though, on her birthday, I asked her to come and we watched a movie, and uh, I think I bought like some snacks or something, and it it was all good. It was all like um, there was never anything bad. Yeah. I felt like so. No man, that's
0: that's cool, man. And what about like? Did you, have you met her? Pretty sure you've met her parents. Oh so yeah. She's met you. So how was
1: that? Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm spilling out too much, but my parents, they disagree with the choices I've made and my relationship selecting because they think that it'd be better if I met and married a Korean girl so that there wouldn't be a cultural or language barrier. I understand that. Don't get me wrong. uh, I can see where they're coming from. My dad's coming from. um, And my girlfriend's Hispanic. uh, So i could definitely see what, where he's coming from and her family is not in, in terms of wealth and like prestige they're not very high up and so he said you want to find someone like or at least try to find someone who's better than you who could help you because he's just he's not bashing her he's like i like her and she's a great girl but i'm just telling you these things like Cause you gotta take this into account. Because once you're married, uh, I mean, like he, he's been divorced and he's been burned. And he does. He just. He. basically just doesn't want yeah. that to happen to me. So you just tell me this, but I'm like, I mean, I'll take that advice. But like, I can't make that decision solely on your, mm-hmm. <laughs> your decision. um yeah. So I'm full go with this girl, Carissa. Uh, I mean, she's waiting. She's got an internal time clock. She's waiting for me to pull out a ring. and <laughs> I'm just like, I got a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you can help me out with it. You, you've, you've done it before. <laughs> but, Man. Yeah. Uh, and her parents love, their whole family loves me. They think I'm funny and outgoing. and Heck yeah. They, they treat me good too. My parents treat her good if she comes over to our house feeds us. But those were just some advice that he, he yeah. gave me. Dude, I bet, I bet um, her dad's afraid of you, bro. Yeah. Oh no! You're like, I've seen you <laughs> in the gym, man. You're oh yeah. A little no. Hulk over there. He's uh, he's a little, he's pretty short, but he's big too. So I, mean, I don't know <laughs> if he's afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like a Teddy Brown. I'm not very. I'm not yeah. very mean. <laughs> yeah. No, man, no. no,
0: I love your personality,
1: man. Like uh, I said, I've
0: seen you at the gym. You just always have a smile on your face, oh, yeah. bro. So. I love that man. That's good, man. Yes, sir. Man. That's yes, sir. Good. Yeah, um, dude. Anything else you'd
1: like to share before we uh, before we cut off? Here? I should have probably planned it out before, but no. I mean, if you don't have any more questions, I think I think that's about it. You you basically asked me as much <laughs> as you could. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, yeah. I I tried to anyway. So yeah, yeah. dude. The heck yeah, man. Um, oh. Again, dude. I'm honored for you to be on here. Uh-huh. Um, and just hope we can keep this friendship up even after the podcast, for sure, man. Oh, yeah. I'm proud of what you're doing, dude. Keep it up, man.
1: Yes, sir. Keep no, I I appreciate you even bringing me on. I've uh, this is a great opportunity for me to just be able to speak to you and um, just kind of share my story. Yeah. Like you said, anyone could be listening, and this could help help them through whatever they're going through. So. Yes, sir.
0: Well, all right, man, and uh, that's going to be it for tonight. But until next time, we are out. Peace. What's up, everyone? Thank you for watching. Go ahead and go subscribe to my YouTube channel for new content. Also, go to social media and go follow
1: me on there. And don't forget, follow, follow, follow. Peace.